0: Well, hello again. Welcome back. It's Russ and Gavin of Let's Open the Bible coming to you today. We've been talking about the book of Job, and we're going to talk about the book of Job again today. Listener, if you want to find chapter 1, verse 7, one of the things we didn't talk about uh, is the look behind the veil. Uh, We're going to do that a little bit today. It's Gavin and Russ. Hello. 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 And uh, so today, uh, Gavin, I'm going to pray. And then if you'll read Job 2. I think we go 1 oh, through 10. That's right. Job 2, 1 through 10. You did say that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm lost in space. You're already. the
1: organizer, but we're yeah. going to go Job 2, 1 through 10.
0: I still had uh, chapter 1, verse 7 on my mind. So, okay. Uh, Job 2. Like Willie Nelson, 1 through you 10. You said
1: that's always on your mind. That's right.
0: All right. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for today. Lord, what a beautiful day uh, you've provided us here on this day. And uh, Lord, we just. Uh, are humbled that you would even look in our direction, uh, let alone see fit to love us, uh, to form us in our mother's womb, to send your son Jesus to die for our sin, knowing uh, all of the sin that we would commit, and uh, yet you've chosen to do these things. And so, Father, we just want to praise you and, and worship you and serve you in the best way way that we can. And so Father, thank you for your word that guides us and directs us. Uh, It is a lamp to our feet and a light for our path. And Father, I pray that each one of us would apply it accordingly. Uh, Lord, we love you and ask this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Let's read.
1: Job chapter two, verse one. Again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said to Satan, From where have you come? Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth, and from walking up and down on it. And the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil? He uh, he still holds fast his integrity, although you incited me against him to destroy him without reason. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, all that a man has he will give for his life. But stretch out your hand and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, he is in your hand, only spare his life. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and struck Job with loathsome sores from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head. And he took a piece of broken pottery with which to scrape himself while he sat in the ashes. Then his wife said to him, Do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. But he said to her, You speak as one of the foolish women. Would speak. Shall we? Shall we receive good from God, and shall we not receive evil? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips.
0: It's an interesting ending there, isn't it? Didn't sin with his lips. Doesn't say anything about his heart, yeah, or his attitude. Uh, all right. So, uh, yeah. Behind the veil, what are we to make of this? The only book in the Bible that I can think of um, where we're given access. To a supernatural conversation uh, that's taking place between the accuser and God. Well, there are other places in
1: Scripture, but I think it's important that we understand the veil is being pulled back. We we've already mentioned, you know, um, well, uh, yeah, Zechariah but in Zechariah, 3. but
0: that's a dream, that's a vision. This is this is this is an event that uh, is, I mean, by all accounts that happened, that we're given access to. Yeah. And we know that Satan tempted Christ in the desert,
1: right? Well, you,
0: but that's not behind the veil. This is behind the veil.
1: Yes, some people heard something from the cross, you know, rumbling, uh, you know, and Jesus crying out to his father and rumbling. So, I mean, there are, there are places in Scripture that allude to these conversations. I don't know, I don't know. But but regardless, we do see the veil being pulled back, like as you said, and that we have access to this conversation between the devil and God Himself. Yeah. So, you know, in the garden, God is cursing the devil and there's an interaction there, but, but back to the point, what, what was your point about seeing what's going on behind the, behind the scenes? Well, I
0: just think it's very interesting, um, that we have this. And so the, as the reader, we're given, we're given insider information to something that Job is not aware of.
1: And, right. And, right.
0: you know, Mrs. Job is not aware of it. Uh, none of his friends are aware of it, only the reader. Uh, and I don't know if you've heard this or not, but, uh, it seems like I heard somewhere along the line that, that Job is thought to be maybe the oldest book in the Bible. Yes. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, one of the one of the uh, the truths uh, allegedly of uh, can I say that truths allegedly uh, about I don't know what you're going to say next. Uh, about these early uh, these early books uh, is the oral tradition of these books. So one of the one of the ways that that people try to discount or discredit the Bible is uh, well, it was a oral tradition that was changed and things were added and things were taken away and all of that, uh, which is uh, a, you know totally against inspiration, right. Um, but uh, that's, that's what uh, that's what liberal uh, theology gives you. It always looks to discredit the miracles of God and, and the things of God. Uh, but at any rate, why are we given an insider view here? Why why did God deem necessary for us to have this knowledge that that you know God has given Satan permission, if you will? How do you know it was an intentional?
1: So 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 how do you know this is an intentional? Let's let's talk about some reasons behind what's going on here. Um and and I I would go to Job two two which is also mentioned in Job one God asking the devil where he was from where have you come so yeah. and the Lord and again that's the Tetragrammaton that's Yahweh um, the Lord said to Satan from where have you come so d- does God really not know where the devil was
0: well and I love the answer that you've given in the past for uh, questions whenever God asked a question it's not a question out of ignorance. Um, but say, for example, the question to you know to Adam, where are you, is an opportunity for repentance. Um, I don't know if that's no. what's going on here. No. The, it's what you said earlier.
1: This is, this is God saying, let's lay all the cards out on the table so every the reader will know what's going on. Yeah. Now, some people could say that the, the people would put words in the mouth of God. I don't think that. I think this is an actual God asking a question in order to expose what's going on. This is so that <clears throat> every unstated thing will suddenly become stated. God knows where he was, but we wouldn't, if God didn't ask us, we would have no idea where the devil was, right? Right. And and that the devil acknowledges what he was doing, so it's not as if just God says, you know, God could have made this a narrative, uh, inspired the writers, and we say inspired, it's actually expired. It's not God breathing in, it's breathed. all scripture is breathed out by God, right? Expired, but you can't say scripture is expired, can you? It
0: doesn't have an expiration date. (laughs)
1: It does not, but it is breathed out by God. It's eternal. Yes, yes, it, it is breathed out by God. So anyways... Uh, I, I think it's important to know uh, the, the characters, their understanding of what's going on, and to walk through it. So, okay, so, this.
0: but what, but, all right, so I don't disagree with you. Okay. But help us understand Satan's answer then and what benefit that is. He's going to and fro on the earth and walking up and down on it. How, what, what do I gain there? Uh, a limited mind of, of, of the devil. He
1: doesn't see into the heart of man, he he's, does he's not. He's not omniscient, he's not, he's om- not omnipresent. Good.
0: Good. This
1: is a limited being. You're supposed to feel that in the text. I believe. Yeah. This is this is not God versus God-like. This is. It's not dualism. Amen. Preach it. So this is this is God exposing the devil, and then what what the devil is going to intend for evil, God will intend for good. And and there's I don't have some people go that's speculation. Just read the book. God intends this to work something good in Job. And I think so many commentators that I've heard will dance all around that and never arrive at this is not God allowing something to happen so that, you know, we can figure out what's going on with Job. God is working good in Job. Certainly he is teaching us, but there is something good being wrought in the person of Job that Job acknowledges at in in the 42nd chapter.
0: It took him and, and, a little while to get there. <laughs>
1: Yes, and I was just about to say we know that chapters are not inspired, but but what we would call the forty second chapter of Job.
0: So if they're not inspired, are they expired? They
1: are. They. they I don't think they'll expire either. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let, let, let's walk through it. Have you considered, my servant Job, um, that there is none like him? So this is going to be Job's resume. And and so I think God is just walking through the outward actions of Job. Look, what a great guy! Look at him. Look at all that he does. And the devil can relate to that.
0: Right? Yeah, you never hear Joe or you never hear the accuser say no. He he's not a great guy. Right. But he's going to
1: attack the motives, right. which ironically, the devil does not know. The devil doesn't know the heart of Joe. That is odd, isn't it? Yeah. So God is in this case just going to say, "Hey hey devil, you see what we both see, the outer man?" And then he's going to say, "But I know the inner man too." Isn't that pretty cool. And the mm. devil's going to say, "Yeah, but he wouldn't do that if if such and such." Little case of one-upsmanship. Um, I don't know. I, you'd have to walk me through that a little bit because I, I don't think uh, certainly God is with pride like you and I would. Oh, oh you, you think right. you know? Right. Watch what I know. I don't. Uh, that's not the the sense it's that you get. Anthropomorphic, you know. Uh, look at you throwing out words that no one understands. Yeah. Well, I, you make me so proud right now. Oh. By the way, pride is for fools. But anyways. Right. All right. <laughs> And and fool is never used well in scripture. Right, 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 right. So um, then Satan answered the Lord and said, skin for skin, all that a man has, he will give for his life. So um, uh, Arthur Schopenhauer calls it the Wille zum Leben, right? Do you speak German? Not well. (laughs) Not if I don't have to. So the will to live. He calls it the will to live. And among the things that Schopenhauer talks about in the will to live is that it's a brutish thing. It's powerful. It's controlling. And the devil is, is using that type of philosophy. That's the way the devil thinks. Anything to survive. We would all do anything to survive. So if you start threatening a man's life, man, he'll he'll forsake God in a second. And, and Jesus says, you've got to count your life as nothing compared, you know, if you seek to gain your life, you will lose it. But if you seek to, if you lose your life for my sake, you will gain it. Right. And, and, and I love how the devil says, no, there's a will to live. It's powerful. It's brutish. It'll, it'll control you. It'll dominate you. And, and you would, you would step on your own baby in order to live. And God says, you know, in other places in scripture, that type of thinking is of the natural man, but we're not carnal. We're, we're children of the living God. And we have a spirit that works in us love and joy and peace and patience. We, we have uh, the spirit of God. He is working in us to uh, consider other people more important than ourselves, Philippians 2, to not only look onto our own needs but on the needs of others. And and the fruit that is born in the Christian's life is evidence that they are a child of God changed. So so, anyways, let's get back to this. Anything you want to say about that, the,
0: This the strong village, Leben the will to live? You know, I was – I don't know if I want to go go there or not but I was just thinking as you were talking I was thinking about these people that are in uh say a uh, and this has happened a plane crash where they're you know up on a mountain there's snow and there's no food and you know the cannibalism that sometimes takes place to be able to sustain one's life that is the will to live that you're describing that is not um The godly choice, you know, to unless we're talking about somebody that's already expired. But um, so
1: you're talking about though that that, you know it seems to me you're talking about those that have already passed. So so in alive, every one of those that, to my knowledge, had passed.
0: Yeah, but there there are some that in in the history of mankind there have been people that were so hungry, and and I think even in scripture where you know they cannibalized their children and different things like that. Um, yeah, I, I was just looking at the
1: the uh, the Dudley Stevens case, a maritime law case about these two men that that actually actively took the life of somebody, and then, I mean, it, it is a grisly story. Yeah. And from what I remember about that, as it, it, the, the their journal or something said, there was an entry as as they were saved, as a boat came up to them. We had just finished our morning meal as the boat approached. And their morning me and so they had been c- consuming this cabin boy that they had killed. Golly, in that, in that, just absolutely grotesque. But, but you know, that's what the devil's counting on, right? That we would do anything. That's the type to of behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know that's gr- grisly and gruesome, but you can look it up. It's it's a famous case where um, you know they, they took a penknife and attacked, uh, and and then consumed. I think there were three of them ultimately that did it to this cabin boy. But,
0: mm. anyways. Yeah, that's, that's basically what, you know, when he says skin for skin, all that a man has, he will give for his life. That is what it looks like.
1: All right. Based so, on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's what the devil's counting on. It doesn't always look like that. And if and, and one day, maybe we should get into how unsaved people can give up their lives as in, in acts of what uh, are seemingly loving acts of, of selflessness and giving up your life. So I, I would love to walk through that one day. I, we're not going to do it today. Okay. All right. So let's just keep reading Job. Yeah.
0: Stretch out your hand, touch his bone and his flesh. He will curse you to your face. It seems like he said that previously and it didn't go the way you thought. Right. Well, this is now again, the new, the new element that's coming into play here is that, uh,
1: that the devil was allowed, uh, the Satan, Satan was allowed to touch any, anything that, that was, uh, that Job had, you know uh, his possession, his children, anything like that. The devil had access, but not Job. Right. And and it wasn't as if God didn't know this is exactly how it would play out. You're, you're supposed to get kind of next step. All right, let's turn it up a notch. Yeah. Let's go after him. Turn the heat up. Yeah. Let's turn the heat up. And then uh, uh, and the Lord said to Satan, "Behold, he is in your hand. Only spare his life." Isn't it amazing that God sets the parameters for our suffering? Yeah. Here's
0: here's how far you can go, devil. Yeah, I think probably that makes some folks a little uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, you said that the last time we got here, and it's a revisit. It's it's part due. Mm. What anything you want to add?
0: I just the, the verse eight. It just makes my skin crawl. Okay, uh, taking a piece of broken pottery and and scraping himself that that is just awful.
1: Yeah, why don't you look up loathsome sores uh, in Job two seven? I, I know that um, neither of us are Hebrew scholars. We don't pretend to be Hebrew scholars, but I, is there anything interesting in that word
0: "loathsome"? Um, <clears throat> so the word "loathsome," um, badly made, of little worth. Obviously, that that's this is just the range of meaning: poor, not beneficial, uh, reprobate.
1: So, so I, what I'm understanding is that it's an adjective added to just. Uh, to add to the the, the sores, a, yeah, it's an adjective. Yeah, but it's to add to the sores. So yeah. this, you know, it's not just a sore; it's, it's a load of a sore, sores, it's like, right? Yeah, it, it's it, like
0: a boil. Yeah, uh, an ulcer, inflamed spot. Probably had some kind of a pus. Hmm. Yeah, this is not just not a very pleasant conversation all the way around. Yeah, and that and that I, do you do you find yourself ever
1: churching up Job? And by that I mean. Not allowing yourself to think that 10 of your kids have just died, not allowing yourself to experience, you know, just when you're reading through Job to go, okay, what would it be like if I was taking a piece of pottery and scraping these, these nasty, horrible, painful sores off my body? I mean, I'd what-
0: like to think I don't do that.
1: I do. I know I do. I know that I don't in in this when when I'm reading through Job, if I'm not careful, I won't imagine my wife just looking at me going, When are you gonna abandon this? When are you gonna stop serving this God and making and and I'm I'm gonna cringe to say this and making excuses for what's going on with you. Just curse him and die. Right? Yeah. I, I don't sit there and think of that that my wealth. I mean, you have a couple bad weeks at church and we're falling apart.
0: The same, the same word for uh, sores is also used in Deuteronomy chapter 28, uh, verse 27. It says, the Lord will strike you with the boils of Egypt, with tumors, with the scab, with the itch from which you cannot be healed. This is, this is awful. This is bad stuff.
1: Yeah, I know. I know of a person that was kind of consumed with itching, and and was itching to the point that there were you know lesions on their skin, and they it was keeping them up at night. And I mean, again, just not the hop. I know this is you're speaking about Deuteronomy now, but I, I, sometimes we hop over these things and we we church yeah. them up. We make them a little more sterile, clean.
0: <clears throat> well, we like they, things than nice than they, and neat and clean and tidy and all that.
1: And but then when we go through something that is half of what Job went through we fall apart and we right. think we're justified because we're not prepared for it we're not we're not we don't think deeply on these things i don't want to say we let me just let me just use the i in this case you know i appreciate that i like it i like. I it. love jesus <laughs> i don't know where you are but i love jesus and i and i read the word appropriately so yeah um all right anything else his wife uh yeah
0: mrs Jobs,
1: but you know she's grieving too have you ever thought about the power of women in the lives of, of, of us men?
0: I, I, I that do have is a, a loaded question.
1: Yeah. What would you say is Christy's worst quality? <laughs> Not knowing that. Oh, I know. I love that. What if you wanted to complain about her to the our podcasting audience, what would you say? Uh, nothing. <laughs> I complain that she's too perfect every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word. I love that. But but uh, l- let me tell you this. Men out there, if you're listening and you are not married, trust me, women uh have an um have an influence in your life. And it often is good in keeping you from stupid things. It is often otherwise a product of the fall, where her desire is for you to exercise authority over you, but you must rule over her, right? And 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 so they're let me say this, marry well. The whole point of that is marry well. Take time and find a wife that's going to honor and glorify God. And and I, I you know, certainly Mrs. Job is going through a, an ordeal as well. She's lost 10 of her children and she's lost she's watched her wealth and livestock be be destroyed. So but when are you going to leave your relationship with God? When are you going to how is it worded exactly? Do you still hold fast to your integrity? Can you imagine I mean just so, so I was joking before but but can we like allow for this? Can you you do rely on Christy, Great Absolutely. wife and you rely on her and she influences you. Can you imagine when you need just a crutch to lean against and every every other crutch besides God himself is gone in your life. Your kids are gone, your 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 wealth is gone. Everything that you maybe had trusted in a little in before, it's all gone. And you go to reach out to your wife and say, "Honey, I just need a few words of encouragement." And she goes, "Why are you so faithful to God. Just why don't you walk away from that integrity? Curse him and die. Can you imagine how devastating that, that is? That would
0: be devastating. Maybe that's why uh the accuser didn't touch her. Yeah. Because that is a different type of pain Amen. than what he's currently dealing with.
1: Amen. Not scabs and and you know, uh, you can you can endure a broken bone. A man's man spirit can can endure a broken bone, but who who can stand a crushed spirit? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, 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 uh, I thought of, I don't do well when, when Julie goes out of town, I, you know, I, she, she is, I depend on her a, a lot. And I've often thought what would happen if God would remove that, that source of strength from me and he would be it. I, I've even told some people before I can deal with criticism. I can deal with a lot as long as I can come back to God and just rest and abide in him and in his love. And I also need Julie. And what hmm. would happen if that would be removed? Yeah, that'd be tough. And so he reaches out to his wife and she says, yep, nope, I'm not here for you. Just, I don't even understand why you're doing what you're doing. I don't even understand how you can still have integrity and trust in God in this place. Just curse him and then go on ahead and die.
0: Hmm. All right. Never thought about it that way. But yeah, that, that would be, you know, you're already grieving, but now this is a different emotional situation you're dealing with there. I hadn't really thought about that. Yeah. that that's, that's pretty tough.
1: Yeah. Well, I, again, I skipped through these things too fast and don't, don't slow down and just say, what would it be like to have, you know, what would it be like if you went home today and your house was gone and everything in it destroyed all your memories, all your photo albums, everything, you know, your, your, your treasured, uh, what do you treasure most? Your uh, high school musical photo album. You know, I mean, I know that you like that one a lot, and your Justin Bieber signed autographed picture of him from his concert, uh, and your My Pretty Pony T-shirt. If they're all gone, and I don't mean to make light of this, but but, uh, but but if they're if everything that you have kind of accumulated over the years is gone, and you know, can you imagine your children? It's pretty crushed? devastating.
0: Yeah. I really hate to end on a on a down note. Well, let's. But we're kind of there.
1: Let's let's end on a happy note.
0: He looks at
1: her and says, "You speak as a foolish woman." (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why we're laughing
0: at that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Because you reach out to the one person you need in this moment, and she's not there for you, and you go, "You foolish woman, (laughs) you're speaking as one that's yeah." Let's go here. Shall we? We receive good from God. Okay, so. Every good and perfect gift comes from God. Yeah. Every blessing that we have in this life is from him. And we ought to be thankful and, and, and extreme gratitude. But here's an interesting thing, especially because we know the end of this book. And shall we not receive evil? There is genuine evil. And the devil is the one doing this work in the life of Job. Um, What's that word there in Job 2.10 for Evil. Uh, two, All right, you're gonna look up that, um, you're gonna look up Job 2:10. The word there for ra, right? So then hop to Job 42:11, and 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 you're gonna look up the word evil in Job 42:11, right? Are you there? All right, 42:11. So, yeah, so Job 42:11, the word there is ra. It's the same one, but you're gonna read it in...
0: You want to read Job forty two eleven? Sure. Sure. Uh, Job forty two eleven. Then came to him all his brothers and sisters and all who had known him before and ate bread with him in the house. And they showed him sympathy and comforted him for all the evil that the Lord had brought upon him. And each of them gave him a piece of money and a ring of gold. What do you notice
1: about Lord? It's all uh, in caps.
0: Yeah, tetra, tetragrammaton.
1: Right. And so, and then the, the evil there is the ra'ah. Yeah. And so the devil is the perpetrator of it in the life of Job. And, and he says, listen, Job is acknowledging that the devil can't do anything apart from the work of God. So he says to his wife, hey, are we going to thank God for all the good things and, and, and not acknowledge that he brings those things in our lives as well? And again, I know I've come back to this a thousand times, but they're evil in that they're unpleasant. They're evil in that they're wicked. They're evil in that they're, you know, the, they're at the hands of, of the devil himself in the case of Job. And yet God intends them for our good. And so Job 42, Job is blessed by the things that have happened in his life. Hmm. And, and still his friends comfort him for the evil that the Lord had done, the ra'a, whatever, the calamities, whatever, however you want to translate that.
0: Yeah. All right. It's a good word. Yep. Well, listener, again, we thank you for uh, being on this ride with us, and we look forward to catching up with you again next time. Until then, God bless.